I ain't gonna expose. I'm not like that. I'm not a snitch. Virginity. Mm-hmm. Hush, hush, stop. Yeah. They love me. Let's see if your parents raise you. It's deeper than the physical. What up, fam? <laughs> Welcome back to the juxtaposition, everyone. Welcome back to the juxtaposition. I am Nana. And these are my lovely co-hosts. Janet and Bernice. And today we have a special guest, guys. Yes, we do. Special, special. So a little quick story on our special guest. Why someone called me? Sorry. Um, (laughs) So I run a leadership program, right, Um, at Inner City Outreach. Great organization. You guys should donate to them. Um, (laughs) And so we wanted to add a different element. And we have a friend that we both know, which in Audrey, and Audrey knows Miss Laura, and we're basically saying like, yeah, we should get her the nutritionist, you know, it would be amazing, and she came and blessed our leadership program, and then I'm like, nah, because <laughs> our last leadership program we had, the last session was like super good, because I think we're talking about like like different we were, we were oils and different. Yeah. I was like, I was so mind blown. I'm like, wow. So I'm like, after I pulled it to the side, I said, no, I need you on the podcast. And I scheduled in. And she's here today. Everyone, welcome, Miss Laura. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, hey, Bernice. We're so glad to have you here. This is my first time meeting Lara here, so I'm excited. It Based, is. She's wonderful. When we, when we came in, because we came kind of, Nana and I came kind of late, but. Well, there's no excuse for that. But anyways, when she came in and Janet and her were having a conversation, I can hear the conversation. I'm like, this sounds like it's going, it's going to be a <laughs> yeah. good a good one. So thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. Thank you guys for having me. We are excited to, to get to know you and what you do and be able to bless others. Obviously, nutrition is important. And so Very. we're going to touch base on that. But before we do, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Maybe a little bit of a backstory and then, yeah. yeah, we can get into it. Sure. So... You know, I was telling Janet before you guys came in, so I studied accounting and finance. So I'm a CA, a CMA, I got my all my accreditations. But I was, um, I was so interested in nutrition. So I was telling you my background is, you know, um, Lebanese, Armenian, like we know food. We mm. do food really well. That's our love language. Mm. We feed people. <laughs> um, and so nutrition was always an interest of mine. I just didn't know what to do with it, you mm. know, like... 25 years ago and I was studying so I you know went the safe path and I became an accountant and I worked up the ranks and you know I have two kids I'm married um, just very blessed life but there was always something missing so back in I think 2014 um, I was uh, at a venture capital firm as their controller and their fund was winding down and I just had a decision to make I was like okay do I want to do this for the rest of my life or do I want to do something else so I talked to my husband and I and I prayed about it mm-hmm. I got lots of people to pray for me and And I really felt led to study nutrition. And, you know, I remember sitting on my couch, and I wasn't going to talk about this, but God brought it to mind right now. Mm -hmm. I was, um, you know, I'd gotten people to pray for me, and I was sitting on my couch, and I was like, Lord, is this really what you want me to do? And Because I feel like um, this is my ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, You have no idea. Some of the conversations I have with clients, Christians, non-Christians, and God opens doors because I get to know them intimately. And um, truly, truly, it's a ministry. So I was sitting on my couch and I felt it was so clear. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just so clearly spoke to me and showed me other things and like, this is what I want you to do. And um, 
you know, it's scary when you have a career, yeah. everything yeah. is fine, yeah. and you're doing well, and then you you make a shift. So, um, you know, and one of the th reasons that I'm doing this is because I want um, I want people, especially believers, to feel well. Mm. Like, I know what it feels like to feel well and unwell, and I know that when I'm feeling well, I can spend more time with God, mm -hmm. I can hear His voice clearly, I could serve him mm -hmm. passionately. Right. And um, and so that that was my first, you know, um, that was my first, that's my first love, is to really help people, believers, follow what God is calling them to do. Because, uh, you know, we all have the thing that we've been created to do, mm -hmm. you know? Right. The thing that you can do, Nana, I can't. Mm -hmm. That's it's not my calling. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was, you know, my journey. I've had my health journey and, you know, I, like, I'm 47. Wow. And no, you <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, I'm 47 and I help women. Like, this wow. is what my focus is now because, you know, as we change, as we get older, yeah. our yeah. bodies change. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had my health crisis, which, you know, helped me really focus in on mm. this group of women because, you know, ladies, like you're super young mm. and, you know, I pray that your body changes really well. But, you know, we do go through it changes yeah. and um, we need support through this time of life because we could feel honestly amazing <laughs> yeah. or not so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. So, you know, that's that that's but that's kind of in a nutshell wow. how I got to where yeah. I am today. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. How do you encourage like your faith in what you do? Whereas if it's weight loss or giving someone um, advice or anything like that, yeah. how do you incorporate your faith? Well, I mean, I get to know people. So mm -hmm. I work with women on, you know, a long-term basis. So the minimum that I work with is for six months because you need, especially the things that I focus on, like with hormonal imbalances and health mm -hmm. issues, et cetera, it takes time yeah. for the body to heal. It took a lot of time to get yeah. to where we are. So I get to know people. And, um, you know, it's, it's amazing that God, when he opens the doors, like I've prayed with my clients and mm. some of them have been saved some of them have given their life to christ wow. so cool so right. cool yeah. um and um i work with a lot of believers and we carry baggage too it doesn't mean just because we're saved that you know um we're totally healed of the trauma mm. right. so you know when i know they're believers it's actually much easier because yeah. the door is open and I could, um, you know, s without getting into a lot of detail, but <clears throat> some of the issues that we have in our health is actually related to our past trauma. Mm. Um, and if they have an open door, if they allow me to, I could, you know, invite the Holy Spirit and heal that trauma mm -hmm. in uh you know in an instant doing a double job yeah <laughs> that's doing nutrition and ministry healing. like she calls yeah, it ministry exactly. that's what i like sorry for interrupting you but i like that you called it ministry because mm -hmm. i think a lot of times you just call it a job and then it, you don't but a ministry is different because you know the holy spirit's with you totally. in that and so it directs you in how you um interact with each individual client. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I for like sure. That. And mm. I can't do, I mean, I pray over my clients. I'm, I like get obsessed with my clients because <laughs> there's, I get so invested mm. and 
I have to, you know, leave it with him often. I have to, he reminds yeah. me to, you know, I'm not Jesus. He's yeah. Jesus. <laughs> um, but, you know, I pray for them. I pray with them on calls if they allow me to. Um, I, I've had all kinds of different faiths. Um, and, um, yeah, if they allow me to. And, and I say, I'm going to pray in Jesus' name. If you're okay with that, then mm-hmm. we can pray together. And. They do, and they feel peaceful, and they experience him. You know, it's like it's not maybe not all of them will be saved, but it's kind of like planting a seed that, mm-hmm. you know, I felt good when this happened, right? So, um, yeah, it's it's really really cool. Yeah, I love what I do. <laughs> I think you see that it's no, a good thing. Tell. The joy yeah. of having to to like something that you do, it comes off like with ease. And yeah. I think people just kind of naturally draw to you because you're like, there's you're a passion. Ha- yeah, there's yeah. a passion for it. It's yeah. not like you're dragging your legs mm-hmm. every day to work and you're coming in. Like people can tell like when you're yeah. passionate about something. So for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. But. I probably wake up every day like ready to go and not really having to dread to go. And that, that's what everyone wants to probably get to, right? like right. waking up loving what you do and yeah. I can hear it in your voice. <laughs> Definitely hear it in your voice. It's an excitement. Yeah. But, um, the Bible encourages, of course, to like make our bodies and care for our bodies and maintain a healthy weight. So, how as like Christians can we integrate like nutrition choices and along our weight loss journey? Like, how do you think that? Can sure. Be? I mean, this is what I tell my clients. Okay, this is where I would like to, for us to all get to is to first have knowledge. I was telling you guys, like it's it's really difficult to navigate today in the world that we live in in terms of nutrition. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a lot harder today than it was even 10 years ago or 20 or 15 or 100 years ago yeah. because our food quality is deteriorating. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it, it's mass produced. We have more food, yeah. but the nu- nutrient density it's, is declining. Yeah. Like they study food every seven years, I think. Mm-hmm. And every time they study, let's say a tomato, they find that the nutrient, like, Vitamin C mm. has declined by more than 50%. Half, half. Wow. You can eat a tomato set from seven years ago and we have half the wow. amount of vitamin C in it. Like, That's scary. It's just mind boggling. Yeah. So it's, it's important to have knowledge about food mm-hmm. um, and then um, to eat in a way that, like I have full, to recognize that you have full freedom over food, um, but that it, also has to like it's a balance between enjoyment mm. and nourishing your body right because i ask i get my clients to ask this question of themselves like, you know whenever they want to eat something like is this food worthy to be in my body because mm. if we're a vessel right this is the one this is what we function in mm-hmm. right holy spirit lives here mm-hmm. we carry god around um, and this is the one thing that we can't get more of, yeah. right? We could buy a new car, we can buy a new house, we could buy new clothes, but this tissue is all that we have. Right. And so when we eat something, yes, it should be enjoyable, but it should also be worthy to make up my future body, yeah. right? Like, I think one of the things that resonated with the kids, is, you know, when I spoke, mm-hmm. um, uh, is that... Our cells have a finite life, so when you eat a burger, when you eat a McChicken or whatever, (laughs) it's going to become part of your cells. Mm. Like at a cellular level, you're going to carry that thing around for 
it, it could be half a year, mm. right? Some of your cells ha could live for 180 days. Some of them live for four days. But you're, that's, that food is becoming part of your tissue. Mm. So it's like, yes, I want to enjoy, and I don't want to feel restricted, but it should also be from a place of worth. Is this worthy? You know? It's so hard, though. Is it? <laughs> no, it's the chicken wings and the burgers right in front of my face. And then when your friends want to go out yeah. and you already meal prepped. Yeah. Like we talked about meal prepping. We already meal prepped. And it's like, oh, let's go out. It's like, oh, I want to go too. And then you just break whatever commitment you had to yourself. It's hard. Because yes. the people around you can kind of like, um, kind of pressure you into like, yo, just buy this food. But I... It yeah. Get it yeah. I mean, you know what? When you get to a certain point, when you get to a certain age, <laughs> mm -hmm. the body is not as forgiving. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it, it stays. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Yeah. And not from like a fat perspective. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, I've gotten to a place where um, I'm extremely careful because. I know what good feels like, mm. and I know what bad feels like, mm. and I don't want to feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not worth it, yeah. you know. It's it's truly it's not worth the, the discomfort that the food causes. So, you get to that place. So, you almost have to get to a place where um, you feel really good, mm. and then you really notice what that food made you feel like. And, and this is, I get, I get my clients to do this. So you keep a journal of like, okay, so I ate my food prep food, mm -hmm. my meal prep food, and how did you feel? Mm -hmm. How did you sleep? How was your energy? Did you have mm -hmm. cravings in the afternoon? How'd you poop? Mm -hmm. Right? Like all really important things. And then what happened when you ate the wings and, you know, deep fried mm -hmm. in canola oil? And, um, <laughs> she hates canola oil. <laughs> canola oil. My First mind go. is blown on canola oil Wait, I need, I need her to explain that though. You need to explain oh that because I, I actually don't know anything. Yeah, I yeah. was amazed, but. We will talk about it. Yeah, that's yeah. something I want you to explain. For sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. But I want to ask you, what's for you, what's some food that, like, makes you happy and then you know, like, some food oh. that makes you, like, like, this is, doesn't make like you Like, enjoyable? Happy yeah. And and in terms of, like, your body, like, That oh, feels really yeah, good. that feels really good at this point in your life right now. You know what? It really depends. I love eggs. We were talking mm, about yeah. eggs. Okay, so you guys, I'm very particular about the food that I eat. Mm. So I find farmers... Mm. Yeah, I've also I've also wanted to engage in that. In okay, terms yeah. of going Break to like down, farmers yeah. market or local farms. Yeah, or, like so you don't yeah. go to the grocery store. I do. As, like not 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 like you don't go at all. But what would you go to the farm for? So meat and eggs. Okay, meat and eggs I buy from the farm. Mm. If I could buy milk from a farm, I would. <laughs> I just haven't found it. <laughs> so I mean, we live you know, in an environment that we can, there's farmer's markets, yeah, yeah, but there's so many, there's websites where you can find local farms. Mm -hmm. So this one, I didn't find him there, but I suggested he put himself on it because 
he's got great eggs mm. and it's actually the same price as the grocery store mm. eggs and i know it's organic right. i've seen his chickens graze yeah. it's like it's yeah. a farm and it's not too far it's mm. yeah um so the quality of the food is really important so i could smell the difference taste the difference i was telling my husband i order meat from a farm mm -hmm. and if i want i could go there it's actually cheaper it's mm. organic it's it's actually grass-fed grass finished it's mm -hmm. cheaper than a grocery store mm. and the quality is like so yeah. much better you can tell and they yeah. deliver to your house oh, wow. <laughs> well that's, that's you got like three things for one in, in that one price that's yeah. right amazing. and yeah. and it's um it's it's you know i'd rather eat less and eat better quality food right. so so my meat and my eggs um so what do i like i don't know like um I do like my morning smoothie. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I like um, I actually like really like lamb. Mm. Wow. A lamb steak will take you know. Yeah. I've grown to like. Um, I'll eat burgers, uh, homemade mm. burgers, um, salads, mm, veggies, mm. all kinds of stuff. I Sweet feel potatoes. Like you can eat anything, but because you're actually it's getting the meat you know where from. it's coming from it doesn't feel like it's it's bad yeah. because it is anything grown properly is good, it's good in, for mo you. in moderation of course yeah. and yeah. so like i think you're it's not restricted because when we feel like oh you eat a burger they're like oh my it's gosh bad. it's bad mm -hmm. yeah but it's, it's actually not, not. yeah it's could be really good for you mm -hmm. um and you know there's a lot of mythology out there like we were talking about the eggs eggs right. are actually really good for you there's retinol in there there's nutrients that our body really really likes mm -hmm. so i feel really good when i eat eggs right. um i love yogurt um I, I do, I mean, I don't know, if you're fermented food. Like, every culture has yeah. fermented food. Yeah. What do you guys have? What's fermented food traditionally for you? I'm trying to think. Fermented, the definition is, do you, what's the definition of fermented food? Like, a, let's say a pickle, or, you know, there's bacterial growth that mm -hmm. preserves the food. So there's kefir, mm. yogurt is a fermented food. Mm. Um, what about, like, fish? Is yeah. Fish Fish can be it, fermented. It could be fermented. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the drier fish, that's all, all like, I can think about. Like, mm. But they preserve it and they kind of like... Like salted fish. Salted, salted fish. fish. Like dried yeah. fish, yeah. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. It tastes so good. Yeah, it's like dried out. Like a dried fish. Yeah, dried fish. Yeah. I don't know if it's fermented. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's yeah. more dry. Dried, yeah. I don't think we have a fermented No. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so. so. Like the Not Germans have of. sauerkraut. Yeah, I've heard. No. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. But yeah, we don't. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so yeah. interesting. Yeah, we're a lot, lot of, um, a lot of carbs, but yeah. just in like a, a different carbs. form, yes. like a plantain, mm. a boiled, or something like that, yeah. or, or eggs, or cassava, or, or cassava. Like, yeah. yeah, that's like more root vegetables. Yes. would be like kind of where we're leading to. Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. which are very rich in fiber, which will actually feed your beneficial gut bacteria. Mm. So they did they did a, a research in like uh, rural African countries, I forget where, and they compared the gut bacteria of the people there to like a North American person. Mm -hmm. They had like diverse bacteria, beneficial bacteria, none of the pathogenic bacteria that we have. Mm. And their gut health was so much stronger. They were also leaner. Mm. Now, they were on a lot of fiber, like lots mm. of fibers, roots and yeah. beans and whatever, and mostly carbohydrate. Yeah. But 
they were so also so active. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we so, gotta talk about that. Yeah. Yes. Our, our, our moms. Yeah. Um, Please, let's so, talk about it. Yeah, my mom, or she's in the stage of like, obviously she's, she's getting older. She is. Yeah, she's getting older. Tread lightly. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> I love my mom, obviously. Yes. But I want her to be healthy. Yeah. And it's been a struggle because mm. she doesn't quite understand. Like, she looks at me and she thinks like I'm sick or something. Like, not in a bad way, but she just thinks because I'm so lean. I'm like, mm. it's not healthy to be this lean. And like, why are you going to the gym so much? You shouldn't carry that much weight and all that stuff. And you need to eat a lot more, which is fair. But my mom eats the same thing every single time and mm. there's no like mm. variety yeah so how do you because i don't i'm not i'm sure you probably have diverse um yeah clients for sure if for example my mom were to come to you how would you start her off because she's obviously she's nigerian yes she's been raised on this food that she's been living for, on for her whole life so it's basically rice <laughs> a stew that's filled with lots of oil mm. there's a vegetable in there but it's been cooked down so okay. i don't think like half the nutrition is probably disappeared <laughs> in the yeah. stew she likes to put meat and fish in there so obviously there's some type of but there's no like everything's kind of like stewed down it's like all right. stewed so yeah. like oil you, bare oil yeah like so how would Lots you get a parent or a, a family member that is so like just right. i can't i not open to yeah so that's i mean i have lots of them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents are actually on board mm. and I, they've changed a lot okay so my 80 somewhat year old dad 83 i think he just turned 80. Wow. yeah so he's he's the, he they're on board mm -hmm. because so i would ask her how's it working for you mm -hmm. okay so how does she feel does she feel vibrant? Right. Does she is she sleeping well? How's the her current diet serving her? Mm. Because her life is very different here right. than it was back home. Yeah. And I would ask her, how did her parents and her grandparents fare, right? right? Um, growing up with that food mm -hmm. in that because like the first thing, we are in North America. Right. And um, all of our grains are sprayed, mm. highly, highly mm. sprayed. Now, the rice is imported, right? right? But even then, right. it's highly yeah. sprayed. Yeah. So the food quality has deteriorated. Right. Our activity levels have changed. Mm -hmm. Like, so how do, like, could you tell me how does she compare to grandma? If you know, if so you my, know grandma. my grandma, is, she passed, but she was very lean. She was lean. Yeah, she was very lean, but she was active. So yeah. she'd be walking, right. going to the store. Right. Like, so she would be moving a lot. Right. And so I feel like that was beneficial for her. Even as she was in like eating food, she was also being active. Yes. Whereas here, my mom is not as active because work, life, stress, yes. all different. that stuff. Yes. It just keeps building up. So yeah. She's not active. Right. So, yeah. so th this is what I would point out mm -hmm. to her. Okay, so how is it serving her? Mom, how do you feel? How right. do you compare to grandma? How, you know, mm -hmm. how is her energy at this point in right. her life? Right. And th so that's one. Two, different environments require different eating. Mm -hmm. So although she's used to this style right. of eating, it just, it's, she's in a different climate. Yeah. It's a different, it's a different place yeah, right yeah. so your food has to adapt to the environment that you're living mm -hmm. in and um three understand that the food quality has changed yeah. 
So, um, so then I would just get her to, cause, cause once you know, and you think about it and you're not told, yeah. right. So I get the buy-in yeah. of my clients, <laughs> yeah. um, because otherwise they're not going to change and it feels very forced. Right. So I could have an offline conversation yeah. with her if it would help. <laughs> because, uh, no, because it's, it, the thing is because it, like you said, like, it's not the same environment. I yeah. think she also has to understand that too. And it's like, I'm at an age where I'm like, my mom is getting older, but I don't want her to feel old. Yeah. Like, you know, like your age, yeah, it's fine. It's always going to go up, but it doesn't necessarily mean like you have to physically feel that age. For sure. You know, so I just want her to be healthy enough to move and her knees and her back and her right. body just feels like young enough to keep moving yeah because right? she always says this like i want to be able to lift my grandchildren i'm like mom the way that you're looking right now it ain't looking like you're gonna be able to do that in the next 10 15 years yeah because it's it yeah eventually your body breaks down right for and, sure and so health starts to deteriorate and all that yeah stuff, so. and, and i mean the sooner that you start yeah the more responsive your body is going yeah. to be right. Right. And it's, um, you know, it doesn't have to be fancy. Mm -hmm. Like you could work with what she's eating right. and then healthify it. Mm -hmm. And then maybe add a couple of things yeah. to just, you know, right. boost yeah. her, you know, energy levels and right. her, et cetera, her satiety yeah. and whatever, yeah. improve her sleep. So, um, yeah, there, there's lots you could do, but you got to like get their buy-in teach them yeah. if they're open to learning yeah, but also understand that it's their journey oh this is where i was wanted to go you you get them to think about where they want to go mm. and really assess whether the things that they're doing today is going to get them there mm. and if it's not and they want to feel better then yeah. then they have to make yeah. a change. And it's not an overhaul. Right. It, they don't have to change everything. It's mm. just they have to change something. Some but I, th I think, like, as my mom gets older, because my mom is 10 years older, 11 years older than their mom, I think as you get older as a child, they somewhat become, like, your child, if yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. You know? And it's like my mom, my mom she's bigger as well, um, but, like, sometimes she doesn't eat. Mm -hmm. Like right. she would just go they think to work. That helps. Like she'll have eat. her tea, her her sandwich, and then go to work. Won't eat lunch or anything. Then come home, eat a big meal, you know. And I'm like, like, mommy, this it's is not backwards. healthy for no. you. No. But she's capable of moving, <laughs> yeah. of like working out and mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I'm afraid, like, like when she because she's gonna retire like in three years. Mm. When she retires, like, I feel like she goes to work for social, like just to like hang out with your friends or something like that. <laughs> but when she retires, it's like the self-motivating factor is not there and that's scary, you know? Yeah. Whereas I feel like when you're in Africa or in, in Ghana where, where I'm yeah. from, you're kind of forced to like, you know, like move. move. Like, Talk to people. Girl. You move to live, like, really. Exactly. <laughs> you have to get your water. Right. You have to get your food. Right. Yeah. And this is where the carbs came from. Mm -hmm. This is why they relied on carbs because mm -hmm. they needed it to yeah. do all that. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, like it's, it's, it's really cool. Like God created everything good. Yeah. He, in every environment, he gave you the food that you needed. Mm -hmm. You know, like in the tropics, they have sweet fruit, like tropical fruit, right. for a reason. Yeah. They Their body functions really well, and they burn that off, like, you know. Yeah. 
but here we eat the tropical fruit and it, it's not exactly the best not thing same. for us because it's, our environment yeah. is different. Yeah. That's so true. That's yeah. So true. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. So the Bible tells us that we were created in the image and likeness of God yes. and that we were created fearfully and wonderful made, mm. wonderfully made. How do you help individuals develop a healthy body image mm. and overcome any negative self-perceptions about their selves? Yeah, that's really good. It's a really, really good question. And I'll tell you, it's, it's tough because, especially as women, so I work predominantly with women, Men don't have as big a problem. <laughs> I think men sometimes we don't even care. Yeah, right. care. Yeah. They don't care. I care. You care. Kenneth cares too, right, Kenneth? <laughs> but women are different because it's, uh, I mean, depending on the era, I grew up in the 80s and 90s mm. where skinny was the thing. Mm. Okay? We did not want a booty. We did a, now, yeah, it's completely it's different. <laughs> now it's an insult, you know. And my daughter's like, "Mom, your butt's so flat." I'm like, "Thanks." <laughs> you know, like it's 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 crazy. So we have to we aspire, or mm. our eyes get used to a certain figure, and mm. this is what we you know. Mm. And when we don't, it's like a lot of self-deprecation yeah. and a lot of so the first thing that I do is I try to help women understand that their body, so I'm, you know, under 5 feet tall. I'm short. <laughs> I'm never going to look like a model. No matter what exercise, yeah. what thing I do, I'm never going to be a 6 foot, you know, a mm. skinny person. Um but I could be a really healthy and strong version yeah. of me and, and feel good. And, you know, I, I was trying on, it's summer, I was trying on shorts. And when you get older, your body shifts. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, our hips actually grow. Mm. They get wider. You know, like when you look at an older person from the back and they just look wider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's physiological. Our, I researched this because some of my coats weren't <laughs> like, what's up. going on? Yeah, I couldn't understand it because my weight hasn't yeah. changed. I'm like, why is this not yeah. zipping? And then I found the research that our rib cage changes shape mm -hmm. and our hips grow like and and it actually the scale increases because our, we're growing more hip bones uh like wow. they're just getting wider so our our body shape is going to change and that's actually a good thing because you know it's it's gonna help us not fall because mm. you know we're getting wider right. etc so um so our bodies are going to change but we're so much more than a physical yeah. being like we're yeah. first spirit mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and we have qualities about us that far that go far beyond what we physically look like yeah. and we're not going to be have physical body or whatever you know like we're going to be different in heaven yeah. um and it's really important to take care of your body but also not be obsessed with the details which is hard like yeah. i'm going to be the first one to admit yeah. it it's it's very hard. It's a daily thing because mm -hmm. this is the industry that I'm in and yeah. this is what women, you know, we talk about a lot. But so I have to navigate it daily and I have to remind myself and give it over to Jesus yeah. and help him to, you know, help me with my psychology. Yeah. <laughs> 
when things get, you know, get the better of me. Um, So, yeah, I think, you know, there's some things that I work on with women and, um, yeah, so, you know, I get into a lot of this stuff because when I first studied nutrition, I realized that it's not enough to teach them food, right? Because it's so complicated. We have so much attachment to food and soothing with food and, you know, you get upset and food, you sell it, you know, it makes you feel better. It's yeah. just, it's physiology. So I studied life coaching. Mm. So I, I integrate, I had that's to. A, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's a good I had to. Because you are dealing with a lot, like you said, people who have their trauma and the baggage. So you have to be able to handle that and be able to do the food part too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, I think, um, understanding yourself and um, you know, celebrating the parts of you that are not physical. I, I you know, that that's that's what I do with help them. Um, is you know, start to like they've done research when women stand in front of the mirror and they're like focusing on all their stuff and pinching and oh, I hate this. Their cortisol levels go up. Mm-hmm. Cortisol is your stress hormone, right? And it's not. I mean, it, it has you know, physiological benefit. But when you're doing that to yourself over and over and over, it's not a good thing. And it's actually going to cause you to gain weight. Okay. (laughs) That's what gets them. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you look at yourself and you find the things that you like about yourself, Mm. right? And you focus on those and you show gratitude. Mm. Like you guys, we have so much to be grateful for. Right. Two arms, right. two legs. Right. I can walk. Yeah. If I want to, I could run. Mm-hmm. I have eyes that see. Like, yeah. really? Yeah. You know, yeah. we have so much to be grateful for. And if you focus on the things that we yeah. have to be grateful for, there's, you know, the imperfections are what they are. Right. We have, we all have imperfections. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as we know, like, I guess, like, in our, in our faith, we have fasting. And so fasting is like a spiritual practice that many Christians follow, of course. But can you share an insight and an offer um, how intermittent fasting can help with, I guess, like aligning with our weight loss and some of our goals, like both physical and spiritual? Sure. So, I mean, for me, I compartmentalize the two, okay? So I wouldn't mix health fasting with spiritual fasting mm-hmm. um, because they are very different. So when I'm spiritual fasting, God really helps me through it because mm-hmm. I it, prolonged fasts are really hard mm-hmm. for especially after 40 women. <laughs> men are okay. Men could fast. <laughs> you know, so I think it's really important to, as women guys to understand that our most of the research papers are geared towards men. Mm-hmm. They they study mm-hmm. men. Yeah. And they don't study us because we have hormones mm-hmm. and depending on where we are yeah, yeah they will have different results. Right. So men are just easier to study. I don't think it's, you know, that a bias, like, mm-hmm. you know, discriminatory bias. Yeah. But um, so it's important to understand that fasting affects women differently and depending on where you are in life. So if you are under 35, mm-hmm. you can fast, okay, um, and not have the repercussions of fasting. So one of the things that happens with prolonged fasts is cortisol rises. Cortisol is your stress hormone. So I have a lot of women that fast, like they're doing their, you know, they're not, they're skipping breakfast basically, and they're having dinner by like six or seven o'clock. Yeah. 
Um, in order to help regulate your blood sugar levels, what happens is cortisol spikes. Mm -hmm. If cortisol spikes too high, that messes up the rest of your hormones. So, um, yeah, like it, it could lead to issues. So what I find is under 35, you can fast. I like to fast with sunrise and sunset. Mm -hmm. Like traditionally, if I look back in history, what was traditional right. fasting? Right. Well, mm -hmm. they stopped eating when the sun set mm -hmm. yeah. and they started to eat after mm -hmm. sunrise. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like after dinner, I like to see us not eating and mm -hmm. indulging because all this stuff happens after <laughs> it goes downhill. Yeah. So I think it's a good practice to, yeah, not eat after dinner. Mm -hmm. And but I love to see people eating breakfast, mm -hmm. especially women, because um, like if I look at people's diets, all the stuff like your mom happens later on in the day yeah. if we could shift our nutrients and our calories during the day yeah. where we're actually expending energy um then we could eat the same amount of food mm. as mom would eat at dinner mm. we would be lean mm. uh, we would not develop diabetes and cholesterol etc mm. uh, because we ate during a time where we actually using up mm. energy instead what's happening to mom now is cortisol is spiking to compensate mm. for the fact that she's not eating mm. so she's getting double whammy mm. are you taking notes uh, yeah, I wanted to also know, like, like a side note, like, how does that affect sleep in terms of like your eating and your sleep? Because I know my mom, like, she struggles with her sleep and like, right. And so I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know, know where it's coming help. from. I don't yeah. know how to help. So I'm like, like yeah. maybe that could be a contributing factor. Absolutely, to sleep, so. for sure. Because so we have a natural sleep wake cycle. Mm -hmm. So um, what wakes us up in the morning is actually cortisol. Cortisol yeah. spikes, and you're supposed to wake up like you know, ooh, I'm awake because <laughs> cortisol spiking. Your blood sugar rises, and you wake up. Yeah. So for some people, and then you know it's supposed to dip throughout the day. Melatonin rises. Yeah. You feel sleepy. You go to bed, and you sleep through the night, <laughs> and you wake up. You know, with the mm. with the sunrise. Right. For most people, it doesn't quite work like that. And what happens is they're either not able to fall asleep or they fall asleep and they're waking up and they can't go back asleep. Mm -hmm. That wake up is actually cortisol spiking. Mm -hmm. So cortisol is spiking when it should be very quiet. And um, so how do you reverse that? Well, fix the day. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that, it's not all about food, okay? so how do you wake up in the morning? Mm. So you wake up and you do what? Mm. Are you rushed getting out of the house? Are you starting your day with a coffee? Are you skipping breakfast? Are you having something like a piece of toast and butter or, you know, or maybe a My coffee? <laughs> cup, of cup of tea. Cup of tea and toast. Yeah. Right. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So her blood sugar is going to rise nice and high. She's going to get a little spike in energy, and then it's going to crash. Mm -hmm. And if she's not eating, cortisol is going to rise. Okay, so cortisol is rising when it shouldn't. It, and it, her body's going to be, like, she's having going to have hormonal imbalances through the day. Like, we think of hormones like, oh, you know, your cycle. No, no, <laughs> we have so many hormones, yeah. in the, over 50 hormones in the body yeah. Yeah. that govern everything from yeah. your hunger to sleep right. to, yeah. you know, yeah. digestion. Um, 
So what she could do is have a nice breakfast. So wake up. Um, if she can, go for a walk. See the sun. When your eyes get access to sun, it tells your body that it's morning, and that actually helps you produce more melatonin at night. Mm. So, like, it's just think of how life used to be, right? You'd yeah. wake up, you'd maybe go tend to the chickens, mm -hmm. because so you'd have to be forced to go outside. Yeah. Your eyes would get, you know, access to sunlight. You'd know that it's morning. You'd come back, you might eat something, and then start your day. Mm -hmm. So, getting access to sunlight first thing in the morning is really helpful for sleep at night. And um, yeah, so I, I, t I always start with food and regulating the day. Um, breakfast, lunch, dinner, protein forward meals, 25% of your calories should be coming from protein. Mm -hmm. So depending on how big you are, you know, yeah. it, it's, it varies. More, yeah. But on average, 30 to 35 grams of protein per meal. Um, mm. And then, yeah, regular meals. Yeah, Three meals you, a day. I remember you telling me how important breakfast was. Yeah, and it I'm sets like, everything, the yeah. tone for the entire day. And most yeah. of us are skipping it yeah. or yeah. not eating enough. Or <laughs> that, was, yeah, that used to be me. Yeah. I, it would definitely mess me up throughout the day. So how did you feel different? So now I eat breakfast yeah. or I try to be as consistent or I like to eat like uh, two eggs yeah. and like some type of like protein drink or something yeah. like that. So now I feel more energy. You do. I don't, I don't, I'm not as hungry as mm -hmm. I used to be. <laughs> yeah. So now it's, I can see the difference. And then when I do wake up, I'm not as like groggy or like right. really super tired. Yeah. I do fall asleep quickly because that's just naturally, I feel like that's just me. Oh but um, yeah, but it doesn't, it definitely helps when you eat breakfast. Oh yeah. For sure. Like I think that makes a huge difference. It does make a difference. Yeah. And it depends on what you're eating specifically too. Cause you can eat breakfast, but some, like my mom, she yeah. a cup of tea and and that's just going to cover <laughs> yeah. it's water. I'm like, that's so <laughs> My dad says the same thing too. I'm like, yeah, you're not going to drink, uh, you're not going to eat something like a, a cup of tea? <laughs> that's not food. I'm not, that's not food. But now, yeah, now I'm like more conscious and intentional about what I'm going to put in my body. So, so good. I'm trying to be, if it's oatmeal, I'm like, I need oatmeal. Like I've yeah. tried to enjoy oatmeal because sometimes I love oatmeal now I found a recipe so I'm I I'm like okay oatmeal. oatmeal is my go-to before I was like this is disgusting never but now I found too. a recipe so oatmeal would be my go-to or if I'm in a rush yeah. I would just boil two eggs and yeah like, try to get that's some. good yeah. so with the oatmeal you just have to add protein to it yes and I do that mm. yeah which tastes so good yeah, yeah. does right it's delicious Good. I was just looking at, so I, I was looking at your beautiful, luscious, amazing, it looks so thick <laughs> hair. Oh. And so, okay, so I have a question about hair because, yeah. and food, obviously. Yeah. Does food help your hair growth? Yes. Okay. That's okay. true? <laughs> Damn, I, I might have to, have to. Okay, so I need to. <laughs> He's losing the magic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is because I, obviously, people are out here probably listening like, okay, hair. I don't, okay, I have, I would say me, thin to medium yeah. hair type. And my sister, Janet, she has... She has a luscious... It's, I don't think, I think it's getting worse, but... It's it's not super thick, but it's thicker, like, it's yeah. thicker than mine. And my mom is, it's thin, but it's it's long. Mm. How do I increase my hair growth? I want, a, I want my <laughs> hair to be, like... <laughs> 
Because I do, tr- like, you go to the hair salon, you cut yeah. your hair, whatever it is, but it doesn't feel like my hair is growing. Right. And I find that, like, I'm like, what else can I do? I can put all these oils in my hair yeah. and it's still not moving how I want That's it to yeah. move. Question. And I get it's also genetics too, but I feel sure. like, how can you incorporate that aspect of food to help your hair growth? That's really good. So, um, okay, so you, first you start with the food, right? Mm-hmm. So you make sure that you have enough protein in your diet because if you think about hair, right. it's made out of protein. Right. So um, so once you have that covered, okay, about 25% of your calories are mm-hmm. coming from protein. Um, quality, okay, quality of protein matters. Mm. Um, and then there's some nutrients that I actually like to work with, meaning if there are deficiencies in the body, I will see skin and mm. hair issues. So retinol, okay? This is why eggs, eggs are rich in retinol. Mm. And retinol is one of the food that, uh, sorry, the nutrients that's missing in our modern day diet Mm. because we've cut out eggs, Mm. we've cut out butter because Mm. of cholesterol. And then, I don't know how you're gonna feel about this, we've cut out organ meats. Yeah, like livers, livers, kidneys. That's true. Right? We that's that's that the reaction actually. that yeah, we, we used get. To eat it My mom rice. used to make that a lot. Yeah. Like when we were younger. Yeah. And then it, she just stopped. So it. some of the my clients who do the best is are the ones who introduce liver mm-hmm. once a week, just a little piece. Right. But it's like your superfood, super nutrient. Mm-hmm. Now I like it organic because the liver is a cleansing organ. Mm-hmm. So order it from the farm. It's like $10 for a package, it'll feed an entire mm. family, okay? So it's not expensive yeah. when you think, okay, right. what does fast food cost me, right? right. <laughs> so um, so it's, it's, it's really about nutrients. Mm-hmm. So um, once they do that, like my mom's hair was falling out. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really, she had hair better than mine. Mm. And then now it's thinner. Right. But it doesn't have to be. So her hair has started to grow back. Um, So, okay. okay. So retinol, um, adding a little bit of liver to your diet, magnesium. So we need um, we need to metabolize our calcium, et cetera, well. And the most important mineral as a cofactor to that is magnesium. So you know you can go into Fitness Pal and log in the food that you're eating, and you should meet minimum right. amounts. And so magnesium is about 450 milligrams. Are you meeting that? If not, you might need to supplement or look at foods and inc- right. include. Right. So it's not just about the macros, right. like protein, fat, yeah. you know. It, are, you, are you getting nutrients right. through your food? Right. Um, and I promise you, if you add liver, mm-hmm. it, it's gonna skyrocket. Okay. <laughs> on the grocery list. Good luck. <laughs> Good yeah. luck. I'm gonna have to chop that thing up into small pieces and just incorporate it like fried rice. Actually, yeah, you know what? You That's could. actually a thing. The Nigerian culture is so, some are fried rice, they actually yeah. incorporate uh, oh, liver. liver. So it's like small little pieces. So I, I like that you, you don't really you taste, won't taste yeah, it. You don't really taste it. So that's Before good we go, yeah. can you tell us about canola oil? Yeah, yeah. I need to know. Yeah, that was literally in the back of my mind. Like, I need to know. You told me about that oil. I was like, what? 
Like, Please, yeah, I've been using that. <laughs> ever since you bought it, I don't think I ever bought it. Good. Like I would use like olive oil. So or wait, coconut. canola? It's canola, not vegetable. All vegetable oils. Okay. Okay, so I'm talking about all vegetable oils. Okay. So canola, sunflower seed. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? Grape seed. Mm-hmm. All of them. Okay, think about when they were introduced. Mm-hmm. Pretty new. Mm-hmm. Like, what did what did your mom grow up using back home? Palm oil. Palm oil. Palm oil. Yeah. Saturated fat. Yeah, that's, that's good. Oh. Okay. Good. good. Palm oil is good. Oh, yeah. Well, I grew up my saturated whole life. means good, doesn't it? What's that? Saturated, saturated means fat. good. Saturated. Yes. Okay. I was confused. Though. Saturated, according to the world, bad. Mm-hmm. Cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Saturated, according to nutrition <laughs> and research, mm-hmm. it's actually good because so butter is a saturated fat. Mm-hmm. Palm oil. Um, coconut oil. Mm. Isn't um, avocado oil, is it that in there too? Avocado oil, I personally categorize it with the seed oils mm-hmm. because it's a very new oil. Like if you look at, funny, I was talking to my daughter about this <laughs> just now. Um, when you look at avocado oil, it's a very new oil. And if you look at true cold press avocado oil, it's green and it's thick. Mm -hmm. So to process it into clear oil is a lot of processing. Mm -hmm. So I always look to traditional, what did we grow up with? We grew up with butter. Mm -hmm. I am from the Mediterranean. We Mm -hmm. grew up with olive oil. I love coconut oil. It's a great saturated fat. Um, and with and palm oil. Okay, so palm oil, there's ethical issues with it mm-hmm. in their etc. Right. But from a health perspective, those would be the four oils that would be mm-hmm. okay, healthful. Because if you process a saturated fat, right. the the fatty acid chains are stable meaning you can heat it, right. you can expose it to light right. and heat, and it will not go rancid. Right. Whereas the problem with the seed oils is that they are processed at very, very high heat. If you just go on YouTube and they, you look up, yeah. how do they make canola yeah. oil? By the end of the video, they tell you that they deodorize it and they bleach it in order to serve it to you because otherwise it would smell mm. rancid. So by the time you eat it, it's rancid. So I, I've done an experiment where I've gone to restaurants, you know, and every time I'd go to a restaurant, I would feel ill. Um, and I, what I've realized is it's the oils. <laughs> so for the last four months, I've, I've been very diligent, and I tell them that I have a sensitivity, and I get IBS reactions, and they, right. it's not pretty. Yeah. And they're very, they, so they only cook with olive oil or, or you know, whatever they have uh, that's, that's healthy or butter. Yeah. And I've not had one reaction. Like I would come home with completely mm. bloated and really uncomfortable yeah. to feeling great after wow. a restaurant. Wow. So yeah, you, do, you don't want to eat it. It's, it's truly, it's going to make such an impact. Yeah. Even with your skin, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you yeah. see, people um with like liver spots and Mm. things like that on their skin or like early premature aging um it's uh the oils and it takes okay sorry it takes like (laughs) (laughs) it takes half a year Mm-hmm. Because our fat, our, our cells have a cell, a fatty acid membrane, mm-hmm. it takes half a year to remove these fats, like for the body to 
remove the fat wow. from at a cellular level wow. to detox it essentially wow. so you're carrying around the and and like low energy tiredness yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. Wow. so bad if yeah. like you could do one thing just cut out these oils mm. and replace it with a healthy oil yeah, right wow that is well, if you didn't Amazing. know, now you know. Um, don't no, don't, don't use those use oils. That. I just pop oil. My parents Me were doing too. a little something. I, we always would think, oh, it was so thick. So That's why I'm like, I don't like palm oil. But, like they look. were doing something kind of right. Yeah, I guess. yeah. they were. They were. They were. <laughs> Because that's what my mom uses in like the stews. She uses sometimes palm sometimes, oil, a yeah. little bit of vegetable yeah. oil. Because sometimes palm oil is kind of a little bit. But she be using a lot of vegetable oil, so we might have to she, she revise is. that now. Yeah, just switch it out and just yeah, just because sometimes it's yeah. it's cheap. I mean, yeah, it's cheap. It's that's why people will get the vegetable For oil sure. and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I don't blame right. people, but no switch. Switch and lose. Yeah. Just use less oil. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's true. Use right, less like oil. use less oil. Yeah. It's if you think that is actually harming your body mm -hmm. and like it's doing the. We didn't touch on this, mm -hmm. okay? But I think as believers, we need to understand this: that the food that we eat, the enemy uses it to actually harm us. Like God mm -hmm. created food to nourish us, mm -hmm. to build us up, right. so we have a long, healthy right. life. The enemy is taking that; it's perverted it, mm -hmm. and it it like they make it taste really good, yeah. right? And Ooh, it, it does the good. actual opposite yeah. of what God intended yeah. to do. Yeah. So maybe approach mom from that respect. Yeah. Like that's actually it's true. You, I, I, I never actually thought of it like that. Cause we're like food, you know, God gave it to us. Yeah, it's all right. good. But the enemy perverts almost everything if yeah. not everything yeah. right because we are living in a world that is full of sin so food is a part of that yeah right and so yeah he does play mind yeah. games with our food and yeah. obviously indulges us in trying to obviously indulge mass, mass produce and try to make more food that doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be there we can just use what we have and so yeah it's been a just, I, we still gotta have more conversation after because this is not the end. I still have more, so many more other questions. <laughs> but it's been a blessing to have you on this so podcast. I, I've learned a lot. Same. Yeah. I'm gonna have a conversation with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> Break it down, but like, no, you need to watch this episode. Yeah. And she's a believer. She ain't no just random person. I said, "Mommy, I talked to Miss Law, and I just think you should just do this." And she said, "And she said, yeah." I'm not gonna say I said. She said. So yeah. thank you so much. Oh, Before we go, is there yeah. anything that you want to leave to encourage those who are listening yeah. with anything, just anything that's on your heart? Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, um, the first thing that I want to say is that any, any disease that, you know, you have could be reversed. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer of that. I've seen all kinds of things reverse. Um, so, you know, God is the healer. Um, and, but he's also, we have to partner with him, right? We right. have to partner with him. So um, I'd say, you know, you're never too far gone. I don't care what you're going through. You're never too far gone. If you're willing to change, you can. And the second thing I would say is, um, it doesn't have to be an overhaul. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know where to start, I always start with, 
you can cut out the oils, okay? Um, and then start with breakfast. Start with one meal a day. And then, you know, do, okay, focus on breakfast for a week. I'm just going to fix breakfast. Everything else, I honestly could stay the same. Yeah. Don't, like, ha think, because I think that's the overwhelming part. Yeah. People are like, oh, we're start yeah. I have to change everything. Okay, throw the oil out and then have breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then week two, okay, you know what? I think I could focus on lunch. Yeah. I think I'm going to have a healthier lunch. Right. And then week three, I'm going to focus on dinner. Mm. So in three weeks, you can overhaul everything and not be overwhelmed. Right. You know, so yeah. so you don't have to do everything all at once. Just start where you can. Add more vegetables. You know, eat, eat what God created. Right. Um, and yeah, you can sprinkle in yeah. the rest of the stuff. Right. So many gems. She said it. You heard her. <laughs> Follow her instructions. This is God said. This is not. <laughs> this is God said. So it. Can they find you anywhere on Instagram? Are you like, how can people connect with you? Before you shout out your Instagram, oh, yeah. her Instagram is sick. Oh, like, <laughs> you are a great content creator. Oh, thank like, you. I was really like yeah. studying your page before I got here. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. So, yes, tell the people yes. where, where, can, find where you. can they find you. So, it's called Nutrition Her Way. Um, they can find me on Instagram. It's the same. Um, my website is nutritionherway.com. They can, yeah. To connect me with, with me either I'm, I'm on both places very consistently um, and uh, what was I going to say yeah I don't know what else I was going to say but yeah awesome. Instagram awesome <laughs> you guys know what to do like subscribe share this to a friend share this to your mom yeah. yes. anybody <laughs> your uncles your aunties the people that look that said food don't worry food is good for you food is good for you <laughs> yeah share this and um, like on Spotify as well. Leave a comment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guys, this is amazing yes. conversation. Yes. And we just appreciate you so much. Yes, we My do. Close us out. Well, we are the Juxtaposition and we are out. Peace. Bye.